I can't do it. I cannot teach science at home. How often have you heard that science soundtrack? For season eight, we're taking these negative science soundtracks or beliefs and turning the volume dial down. Then we're turning the dial up on a new soundtrack, one that will help us share science with our kiddos. Welcome to the Tips for Homeschool Science Show. I'm Paige Hudson, your audio mixer and science tip sharer. Let's dig in. How about teaching science? No. Nope. Nobody nope. I cannot teach science at home. Over the past years, I've heard the soundtrack more than I care to admit. Usually it's accompanied with the phrase, I would homeschool my kids, but I cannot teach science. This idea is not helping any of us educate our kiddos or to share the wonders of science with them. But just to be fair, let's put this belief or soundtrack through the three-question litmus test. If you remember, I shared John Acuff's soundtrack litmus test back in the introduction to this season. If you haven't listened to that, hit pause and go back and listen to episode 101. It explains a bit about soundtracks and how season eight came to life. Plus, it will help this episode make a lot more sense. That said, let's put the soundtrack through the litmus test. Is the idea that I cannot teach science true? No, it's not true. We literally have hundreds of episodes on the Tips for Homeschool Science Show sharing how you can. Plus, I've written over 20 programs to help you teach science at home. Zero points for this one. Is the idea that I cannot teach science helpful? Sure. It's about as helpful as a hole in the bucket when you want to water your plants. Zero points for this one, too. Is the idea that I cannot teach science kind? Negatory. It's not kind to say you can't do something. I know you can do it. Just keep listening. Nada for this one. Tally up the score, and the idea that you cannot teach science scores a zero out of three points. Another epic failure for the week's soundtrack. Surprise! So as Mr. Acuff says in his book, Soundtracks, that's enough of doing it that way. Let's try something else. Let's stop saying or thinking that we cannot teach science. Instead, let's flip that soundtrack to, with the right materials in hand, I can teach science. You don't have to be an expert. You didn't have to love science in high school. You don't need fancy lab equipment. You need the right materials, ones that will help you share the three keys in a way that works for your situation. So here's a few scenarios to help you begin to imagine how science could work in your home. Scenario number one, you begin your week by reading about motion from the Osborne Science Encyclopedia using the pages that were scheduled in your guide. You talk about what you read with your students using the questions from the guide, and you go over the key vocabulary also from your guide. The kids record what they learned in their student workbook, which matches what you read. Later in the week, you do a hands-on science activity, showing the three laws of motion in action, using the directions from your guide and the supplies from a coordinating kit. Your kids write down a bit about what they did in their student workbook. Then you give them the option to do more by choosing one of the optional books or activities from your guide. Scenario number two. You begin the week gathered together on the couch as you read the next chapter in your science adventure book. In this chapter, the kids learn about wind 
and global wind patterns. When you're done, everybody shares something that they have learned and you record it on your logbook pages. At another point in the week, your older kids read about wind and windstorms from the encyclopedias you have at home and they add information about this to their logbook pages. Later in the week, you all work on making an anemometer for your homemade weather station. Then you wrap up the week with flying kites together on a windy day. Scenario number three. You start the week by reading about atoms from the assigned pages. You work on the mini books to go into your student's lap book. Your child is excited to share the progress on their lap book with their friends in co-op later that week. Co-op day arrives and your friend who loves science goes over what the kids have learned about atoms and does a planned demonstration plus another fun activity with them. At the end of class, your kiddo can't wait to share off their model atom to you and explain what each part is. Scenario number four. You begin your week with a walk. On your walk, you notice several acorns have fallen along the path. You pick up a few different ones to take home. Once you're home, you identify which trees they came from using a field guide. And then you create a page in your nature journal detailing what you found. Later in the week, you open up one of those acorns to see what's inside and you plant one of them so you can observe what happens. You take pictures to add to your journals. At the end of the week, you pull one of the science encyclopedias you have off the shelf and you read about trees, and then your kids add what they have learned to their journals. These are just a few snapshots of how science could look in your home. There are endless possibilities and options, but the basic idea is to find materials that will make it possible for you to do science, to read about science, and to write down science each week. So, at the beginning of this episode, we put that old, tired, cannot teach science soundtrack through the litmus test, and it failed. Let's try our new soundtrack to see if it passes the test. Is the idea that with the right materials in hand, you can teach science true? Yes, you can find materials that will give you the tools you need to do, read, and write about science at home. A full point for this one. Is the idea that with the right materials, you can teach science helpful? Yes, it's extremely helpful to know that you don't have to do this on your own. There is support out there to help you share the wonders of science with your kids. Another point awarded. Is the idea that with the right materials, you can teach science kind? Yes, it's kind to say that with a bit of support, you can do it. A final point given. That's three out of three points for the idea that with the right materials in hand, you can teach science at home. Those materials could be a full science program, an eclectic mix of resources, or an outsourced class. Whatever you choose as your support materials, I want you to know that you can teach science to your kids. So let's turn the dial down on the idea that you cannot teach science and turn the dial up on the belief that with the right materials in hand, you can teach science. Because when we change the soundtrack we've been listening to about teaching science, it changes the way we approach teaching science, which changes the outcome of success of science education in our home. Thanks for listening, and I hope you have a great week sharing science. Season 8 of the Tips for Homeschool Science Show is brought to you by Elemental Science. 
With three lines of award-winning, easy-to-use science programs, loads of free games, and tons of tips, you'll find what you need to teach science at home. Head on over to ElementalScience.com to find heaps of tools for homeschool science.